Hey guys, welcome back to East Coast West Coast. I'm Sarah. I'm Kirsten. And we're so glad to be back recording in the podcast studio tonight. It's been a bit. That's because we're full-time students. And we both have jobs. We do really enjoy recording podcasts, and we have some fun things up our sleeves to continue this brand. I don't know practically how much we're going to be able to record after Kirsten graduates, but the plan is to continue on. Yeah, we can always figure out a way to like call me in or somehow play with that audio too, because I, I do love recording, but you know, if I'm not in the area, it's tricky. Our life is about to get so much more different and fun and so many new things to share that we want to keep you guys updated. So many things. Speaking of fun things, Kirsten, what is your product of the week? My product of the week is the Redken One United. It's like a leave-in spray um, conditioner kind of thing. I've never heard of it. I use it every time I get out of the shower. It's like the white bottle with the black spray nozzle and the colorful label. I've never seen anything like that before. Well, it smells delicious. Oh, I'm sure it does. But it's kind of on the more expensive side. It is $25 a bottle. Um, But Brooke, our hairstylist here, actually recommended it to me. Sarah and I both go to her. Love her. She's great. Have we mentioned we love Brooke? (laughs) In case we didn't, we love her. I don't think we've mentioned it. But she recommended this to me, and it has actually done wonders for my hair. I bought it in November, and I'm still not through a bottle, so... And I do use it after every shower, so it does last a while, so I would say it's worth the 25. Um, it's a heat protectant, a leave-in conditioner, anti-frizz. It does a lot of things. Those are the ones I notice it has done the most for me. Minimalizes breakage, because I do use heat on my hair, like, every day. Honest confession. Also, yeah. same. Not gonna lie about it. Slightly embarrassed. Are we both trying to wreck our hair? Basically, yes. Do we also bleach it? Yes. Yes. Do we regret it? No. Not at this point in time. Like you say, when you're blonde, you can look a little more crusty and get away with it. It's a true fact. Proven fact. My life proves that fact. (laughs) Sarah, what's your product of the week? My product of the week, my go-to for the last two years since I discovered it, is the Sunbum Cool Down Lotion. This stuff is literally magical. I don't know what they put in there. But I'm telling you, if you have a sunburn and you use that instead of aloe, which it does have aloe in it, then your sunburn will not be as bad in the morning. This is true. Can confess, I am pale and my hair color is naturally a little orange. So coming from a ginger, this stuff is amazing. Coming from someone who has a lot of Irish heritage and shouldn't be seeing the light of day, it works. (laughs) I Okay, I used to get burnt like to a crisp. Yeah. To a crisp. I mean, I still do. Occasionally. Um, I'm, just, I'm just more careful now. Yeah, be careful. But, but this stuff, you will not peel. You put it on your sunburn, there is no peeling. Yeah. Unless you have, like, boils from the sun. Oh, my goodness. Then that's a you problem. <laughs> Maybe be careful next time. Um, anyway, all that to say, I love this stuff. I use it religiously during the summer. I've been using it all spring. It smells good. And, oh, the other thing is... Just I've learned through research and practical experience, if you want to tan and stay tan, you need to be moisturizing. And you know that when your skin is sunburned, it needs a lot of moisture. And so you just want to keep applying that stuff. You want to keep applying different lotions. That's going to seal in your tan, and that's going to help your sunburn heal. So just be religious with the moisturizer this summer. Kirsten, what have you been up to recently? Oh my goodness, since we last recorded, I've done so many things. But most recently, or almost most recently, I went to a wedding. 
Um, actually, up in Kingsburg, where my fiance is from, Aww. there was the most beautiful wedding I've ever been to in my life at this gorgeous, like, 100-acre ranch with longhorn cattle. The wedding itself was outside. Like, it was tall grasses growing everywhere. It was kind of, like, Western. Like, people were encouraged to wear cowboy boots and hats. That sounds like my kind of wedding. Oh, my word. It was a dream. It was a dream. They had live music during the whole ceremony. Like, not, I mean, not while they were talking their vows, but before the ceremony. And then um, the hymns were all live music. Wow. It was amazing. And get this. Their first dance was on a lake, on a floating dock. What? Yeah. Add that to the list of yeah. wants. It was insane. And then everyone was releasing these, those like Rapunzel lanterns. They were all released onto the water. That sounds literally magical. It was magical. Was it a Disney princess wedding? Oh, it was a Disney princess wedding. Why and if you I know Chloe, she looks like a Disney princess too. So it's just like, all right, that's it. That's your Disney wedding right there wow. without being Disney. Because I personally do not like Disney as like a brand. I and so it was just like, wow, this is a real-life princess wedding. Wow. We're getting controversial right now. <laughs> Sarah loves Disney, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Um, I have not decided to think through their current political stances. But you but know. besides that, I still would never be caught dead wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Oh, my goodness. Some of us like to have fun in this world. Some of us All don't. right. <laughs> What's been going on in your life, Sarah? Well, let me tell you. Basically, a week ago Wednesday, I was taking a nap because one of our classes was canceled. And I was taking a nap before night class, and I wake up to a text from a friend that was like, Hey, I have basketball game tickets to the Clippers versus the Suns. Do you want to come? And I was like, oh my goodness, are they still available? Like, yes, I'm down. Because she'd promised to take me to a basketball game. And they were. So... I found myself driving to L.A. on a Wednesday evening to go watch my first in-person basketball game. And I'm not a huge sports fan. I'm growing into it as I get older. But basketball is my number one sport. Like, I would watch that on TV. Um, I didn't realize that about you, that you liked basketball that much. I learn it more every year. Um, But, yeah, like, that's a sport. It's very fast-paced. I understand the rules generally. And it interests me. It has a lot of tall people in it. I appreciate it. Anyway, all that to say, we went to this game, and we're looking around for our seats, and then we realized we were in a suite, and there were other people from school there, and it was just crazy. Like, we got free dessert. We got free drinks. It was incredible. Wow, you're not going to be able to top that at your next basketball game. And Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner were there. No way. Yeah, because Kendall is dating one of the players on the Suns team, and so... The two of the girls with me were like had this major tr- crush on this guy, and they were like, "We're gonna steal your man, Kendall." As a joke, oh, but yeah. Um, anyway, we didn't think they were actually there, and then we looked back on the pictures, and after we heard they were actually there, and we saw them. That's crazy. But there was a point where I saw a woman walking by with a girl, and I was like, "That looks like him." But now going back, I'm like, "No, that was Kylie, and that was probably Stormy." I just oh. forgot Stormy's like that big now. Yeah, I kind of I feel like. Since COVID, there hasn't been, like, much about them besides the whole Kanye drama. Did you know Kylie's changing the name of her son? No. She named him Wolf, and she's changing the name. Oh, praise the Lord. That's a terrible name. It just didn't seem as abstract as Stormy with an I. 
you know, stormy with an I is like, like it just like fits, especially after the whole TikTok that's like stormy, baby. <laughs> yeah. So this is like, I was really let down by Wolf and she probably had a lot of people saying that. And so she's like second guessing it. That's good. I am one. This is the first time I'm like, mm, you've actually been peer pressured into something good. Oh my goodness. Today, we thought it'd be appropriate to talk about biblically dealing with anxiety. Um, Both of us struggle with it, um, sometimes more than other times, um, depending on different seasons. And we've really had a lot of opportunities to learn to trust the Lord through big pressures and small pressures of life. And so we want to take a second and just talk about verses we could go to and what helps. Yeah, I think both of us are also very prone to anxiety. I mean, a lot of people are, especially since 2020, but both of us have had our fair share of, I don't even know what to call it, anxieties, anxiety breakdowns, anxiety moments, the past last month especially. Mm -hmm. um, You know, as life's changing for both of us, it's been crazy, and there's just been so many things that we can and were worrying about that we shouldn't have been or, you know, not worrying about you can be concerned without being worried to a sinful extent i think too often we let the worries run away and have control and go on for way too long um, because we do have the holy spirit and we have the bible and we need to be relying on those things so both of us like i said we've been struggling a lot the past couple months um as i'm graduating and i'm getting married in june I've been looking for housing in the area uh, since Carson still has another year of school left. And let me tell you, it's a disaster. <laughs> housing is a nightmare. Since COVID there, we can't find a single thing in the valley. Yeah, it's rough. So that's definitely been my one of my main anxieties the past month, two months. Um, you know, we just keep sending out requests, keep sending out messages, keep hearing back, no, sorry, we don't have anything available, only for a single person. Why did you even reach out to us? Sorry, you had an apartment listed. That's why. So it's just that kind of thing where it's like, okay, we just keep getting no's. What are we going to do? Yeah. I think those moments are really hard to trust that the Lord's in control. They really just push you to the limit. And you're like, well, if you're in control, wouldn't you have like worked this out by now? And a lot of the time, God really pushes us really to the end to say, Just remember that it's not reliant on us or even other people so much as him being in control of it. Yeah, and there, like, for me, I definitely needed this experience to say, hey, you're not trusting enough. You're not, you know, I'm sitting there at night like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to have to live, like, we're going to rent a bedroom. And at at that point, we were fine with that. We were like, fine, we'll rent a room. We'll sleep in a tent. Well, yeah, we were not there yet, but... You know, I was being offered these opportunities that we were like, do we really want to do that? Is that going to be healthy for a first year of marriage to live in that small of a space? Um, It was like a 300 square foot Airstream at that. That was like our only option at one point. And we were like, I don't think that's going to be healthy. And it was finally to a point where I was like, okay, Lord, like, what do you want us to do? Yeah, I think in those things, it's hard to know, like, we think we need this is god going to provide this in some way or i mean honestly at the end of the day you come to that point you're like god i don't know what you want for us like these things we thought would be wise aren't working out 
And sometimes he gives you something better. Sometimes he gives you exactly what you think. And sometimes he gives you something better, but very much less than you're hoping for. I've really just seen him push both of us to the limits to say, like, we need to stop relying on ourselves or, like, putting hopes in things on this earth because we're just sad and we're disappointed frequently. And then that affects our other relationships. And that's just not trusting the Lord. No, and I mean, for me, it's affected others around me in a very real way. When I finally, like this past week, I've finally just been like, okay, you know, what happens is going to happen, and more doors have opened that we're still pursuing, so we'll see what comes of that. But then Carson was like, you're so much more enjoyable to be around. (laughs) These past two months have been the absolute worst. (laughs) Even though we weren't necessarily fighting, there was tension there that was unresolved. We weren't having as much fun as we normally do because our conversations were all, what are we going to do? Mostly my fault, almost all my fault. Like, what are we going to do? Where are we going to live? How are we going to make this work? Instead of just saying, all right, here we are waiting in the Lord's grace that he has promised to us. Is this what he wants? Is it not? I think it's a lifelong learning of what is a healthy, like, I need to be concerned about this and, like, be figuring out solutions to the best of our earthly ability and where, like, you can do that and still um, be fully reliant on the Lord and dependent. I think a lot of that is prayer. Are you praying? Are you bringing it before the Lord every day and refocusing yourself? So that's, like, having a consistent Bible time and just being a student of the spiritual disciplines that will be a huge help. My funny moment of, it's like so little, but so funny that really broke me to be like, oh my goodness, like I can't even control this. What am I doing? Was I didn't wake up to my alarm one morning and I, it was 9.15 and I was like, wow, like I, I have less time than I thought, but also time to like read a little bit of my Bible before I go down to chapel. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. And I look outside the window, and nobody's walking by. And I was like, hmm. And then I had a panic in my heart because I was like, oh, my goodness. Chapel starts at, like, 9, 10. Like, I'm late. I remember And that. it was a chapel speaker I was really looking forward to. And I was like, oh, my word. Like, at that point, I didn't care that I couldn't sign in. It was like, I want to be there because I was looking forward to it. And so... I get dressed, throw everything in my backpack, race down, get down to chapel seven minutes from when I woke up, which was amazing. I brush my teeth and everything. So I'm pretty That's crazy. That. But I get down there and I was laughing so hard. Like everyone was still singing. It wasn't like if everyone was sitting down, I would not have walked in there. My favorite man is too great. No, <laughs> I remember this this exact day because I noticed she always sits like two rows in front of me. I noticed she wasn't there. Yeah. A few minutes later I see the EMT at our school go walking out <laughs> and I'm singing, like not really thinking about it much and I was just kind of like oh like Sarah's not here the EMT just walked out what a weird like coincidence go back to singing she's like oh Sarah's probably dying in the room right now yeah oh, well and I was just like you know focused on singing and then after when I saw Sarah walk in I was like oh that's good if that's that, very good if that doesn't tell you how our spring has gone then I don't know what does <laughs> It's not that I don't care about her, just want to clarify. I love her very much. Our minds were just in so many different places, especially this last month. We're like, you deal with your own problems, we'll catch up later. Exactly. (laughs) It wasn't me. Um, I was there, I was laughing so hard, I was just like, wow. It finally just settled on me that, like, I can't even control if I wake up to my alarm in the morning. What business do you have 
stressing about all these things that the Lord has called you not to worry about. I've just been wrestling the verse in 1 Peter, and it says, cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you, and just really meditating on the fact that he wants to hold those things for you. He knows how it's going to play out. He cares to hold those things for you. And says, um, follow me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, you're still going to carry stress in your life. Like, life is hard. There's always going to be something you could choose to worry about. There are things you need to, like, think through. But there is a peace that surpasses understanding when you are wrestling the Lord to help carry those burdens because you weren't made to hold all those things. And so in Christ, you have that freedom. You just give it to him. And that means you give it to him once in prayer and then it comes back and you're like, no, I keep giving this to you. Like, Lord, please take this from me and help me to walk in wisdom through this. Yeah. There's definitely two extremes. Um, and both of us tend on the just worry about it and not the let go. So yeah. that's definitely more applicable to us. But if you mm-hmm. tend on the other side, that's not great either. Um, mm-hmm. And having that middle ground where it's like, okay, yeah, I do still need to be practically thinking through this. I think there's a very specific piece that comes over you when you've truly given it to Lord and just surrendered your will in this area that it frees you up to be thinking through the issue without it emotionally affecting you. And that is how you are seeing the power of the Holy Spirit in your life because you know you can't do that on your own. And until you've experienced that, you need to take those steps of faith that that is possible because that's what the Holy Spirit does. I completely agree with that. That morning after chapel, Sarah was a completely different person. Like the rest of the day, I was like, holy cow, what happened to her? Like, what is going on? She has not a care in the world. Yeah, she was just like, this is the best Wednesday of my life. I kept saying that. Yeah. I was dancing. I was singing and, again. And Wednesdays are not usually, like, great days for no, us. Wednesdays are So long. the fact that she kept saying that, I was like, all right. <laughs> all right, she's good. She's got peace. You're like, where do I find this peace? Yeah, mine didn't come till like, Saturday because I still was not casting my full anxiety on the Lord. Saturday was amazing. Uh, it was the best Saturday I've had in a while. <laughs> we love that. Um, yeah, I woke up and was like, all right. It's a new day. It's a new month. It wasn't a new month, but it felt like a new month because it felt like that month of, you know, worry and stress and weight was just gone. And I woke up, I went out, bought coffee for Carson and I, came back, we made pancakes, had a great breakfast, enjoyed talking, we're laughing again like normal. He was like, wow, like, where have you been for the past month? (laughs) And I was like, oh, deep in my anxieties. That's where I've been. All that to say, growing up is difficult, and we need wisdom both from the Holy Spirit and from the Word of God and from different people we can meet with in the local church that will point us to Christ and be iron sharpening iron. Um, We have the Titus 2 model of going to the older women, and they will teach us what they've learned and just how to love the Lord better. Hopefully, they're really directing us to the Word and giving us passages that maybe we overlooked that will really help. Definitely utilize your local church. Uh, That's a whole topic we can go on and on for for another time, but yeah, till then. Thanks for listening. Bye.